voters in Suffolk County will likely get to decide whether to raise sales taxes to fund a sweeping sewer expansion plan. The $4 billion project will overhaul sewer and septic systems through an eighth of a percent to the current sales tax rate. Suffolk County Executive Ed Romain says the project is vital to protect drinking water in Long Island's aquifer. Let's make sure that we will always have clean water, not only under our feet to drink, but clean water on our surfaces, in our bays, our rivers, our creeks. If approved, the project would help reduce pollution caused by outdated septic tanks and storm runoff. Lawmakers say they expect to quickly pass the bill that would add the measure to the ballot in November. You're listening to After All Things, WSHU's daily news and culture update from the Long Island Sound region. Early voting began this weekend in the race for ex-Congressman George Santos's old seat. Faculty at Connecticut State University say they need more funding to close a budget gap. And speaking of budgets, Connecticut is experiencing a budget surplus. Those stories and more are coming up. I'm Sabrina Garone. voting is underway in New York's third congressional district where voters will decide if they want Republican Mozzie Pillip or Democrat Tom Suozzi to fill the seat left open by ex-Congressman George Santos. WSHU's Desiree Diorio has more. Suozzi is a moderate Democrat who's running for his old job. He represented the district for six years before leaving to challenge Governor Kathy Hochul in the 2022 gubernatorial primary election. His Republican challenger is Mazzy Pillup, a two-term Nassau County legislator from Great Neck who emigrated from Israel. Early voting began this past Saturday and continues through next Sunday. On Thursday night, the candidates will participate in a debate hosted by News 12 Long Island, where they're likely to spar on issues like crime, immigration reform, and tax relief. If Swazi wins, the already slim Republican majority in the House of Representatives shrinks to just two votes. Election Day is next Tuesday, the 13th. Desiree DiOrio, WSHU News. The union representing faculty at four Connecticut State Universities wants funding from the state legislature to close a budget gap in the university system. WSHU's Shelley Hassman-Kadish has more. The leaders of Connecticut State Colleges and Universities said in November the system would have a shortfall of nearly $47 million next year. Members of the American Association of University Professors rejected the union's proposal to consider a retirement incentive offered by the state to help cut costs. A statement from the CSCU and the Congress of Connecticut Community Colleges said the two unions will not accept cuts in tuition hikes to balance the budget. The 2024 legislative session begins February 7th. Shelley Hassman-Kadish, WSHU News. U.S. Senator Richard Blumenthal met with high school teachers in New Haven today to talk about how social media has affected their students. Rose Murphy is an English and journalism teacher at Hill Regional Career High School, and she says she couldn't believe the content her students see online. People being killed, people 
being assaulted, people's um, like people's bodies being exposed online mm -hmm. for revenge or for retaliation, mm -hmm. fights um, locally and from all over the place mm -hmm. being exposed. Blumenthal is the co-author of the Kids Online Safety Act, which he says will help keep that content away from kids. It's a bipartisan bill that would force tech companies to disclose their algorithmic practices, stop advertising things like tobacco and gambling, and introduce measures to protect the data of minors. Connecticut Democrats are calling for flexibility in spending caps. More on that is coming up in just a bit, but first, a message from our supporter. Local support comes from Hartford HealthCare, the only health system in the Northeast, with all its hospitals receiving A grades for safety from the LeapFrog Group the nation's leading independent safety watchdog group, hartfordhealthcare.org. Governor Hochul announced six free fishing days for New Yorkers this year. People can fish without the need of a freshwater fishing license on February 17th and 18th, June 29th and 30th, September 28th, and November 11th. Hochul is hoping these opportunities will allow kids to try fishing for the first time. Fairfield officials have opposed United Illuminating's plan to upgrade its railroad transmission line east of Sasco Creek. The project will move monopoles to the north side of railroad tracks to avoid creating a second corridor for electrical lines. The Connecticut Siting Council rejected the project due to negative impacts on nearby businesses, residents, and the environment. The town of Islip has asked the New York State Supreme Court for permission to seize all animals from Sloth Encounters, a petting zoo and event space that's been accused of animal abuse. Town officials want the court to find owner Larry Wallach in criminal contempt for exhibiting sloths and other exotic animals, which is in violation of local law. They're also asking that profits from the Hophog-based business be surrendered and Wallach be either detained or imprisoned if he continues the operation. The Humane Society of the United States has also called on the USDA to further investigate. Connecticut is experiencing a budget surplus, and lawmakers say adjustments to fiscal guardrails will be the most contentious proposal on their agenda for the legislative session beginning on Wednesday. WSHU's Ebong Udama reports. Martin Looney is the state Senate president. He says Democrats will push to adjust the spending caps and guardrails because the state's budget reserve has grown from near zero in 2017 to almost 18 percent while spending on education and social programs have stagnated. If your apartment is too warm or too cold, you adjust the thermostat. You don't throw out the furnace. So we're, we're just talking about adjusting the thermostat here, uh, but not, uh, uh, not changing, radically changing the framework of government. Governor Ned Lamont has said that his State of the State address to kick off the session on Wednesday will propose some increased state funding for children, workforce development, and housing. 
but they'll stay within the fiscal guardrails that were adopted by bipartisan agreement in 2017. We set in place the guardrails. We voted on that almost unanimously. Let's keep to what we said we were going to do. That's a position supported by the Republican minority. Eban Udama, WSH News. For the latest news from Long Island and Connecticut, you can listen on the radio or stream anytime with the WSHU app or on our website, WSHU.org. After All Things is supported by Hartford HealthCare. And here at WSHU, we really want to connect with you, the listener, because that's how public radio works. Any thoughts or story ideas you have, you can send them along to news at WSHU.org. I'm Sabrina Garone. Have a great rest of your evening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank mm-hmm. you.